And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, hey, hey. What's goody? How's it going? Girl, glad it is almost the weekend. I am tired, child. I need a break. Mm, you need a little, uh, sound like hubby needs to get you a little staycation or spa day or something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I Here's totally concur. <laughs> uh, well, maybe he's listening and he'll be taking notes, but um, otherwise, maybe you'll just be able to relax sometime this weekend. Um, honey, that I we still um getting boxes and stuff and all that. So still stuff. work to be done. Then, still huh? work to be done. Um, mm -hmm. and then you know I'm in the process of decorating and stuff. So you know I just mm -hmm. got all kinds of stuff to do. But I do plan on getting me at least at least um one good day in, like one good day. Like yeah. I'm not doing nothing. Don't well, just rest and relaxation. Yes. Um, I'm gonna put him down in his area. I'm going mm -hmm. in mine. And yeah, I'm just gonna sit and look at the wall. <laughs> I feel you. Sometimes we need just that. Um, I haven't had one of those days in forever because my mind is always wondering. And even if I go and try to sit in solitude and just relax, I'm like, dang, I got to get this. Like my mind, my mental checklist will be like bothering me to the point that I'm like, there's something I could be doing during this time. I mean, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Even I like, don't I don't think you believe in that. I don't think you have um like a get get your ass somewhere and sit down mindset. <laughs> I think you always. You always, always have to be busy. And yeah. I'm so not used to always being busy, but I'm right. It's, and it's, it's not healthy because I'm going to tell you something. My fiance gets bothered by it. Like literally, I'm going to tell you something. Just being honest, I map out my car rides thinking what I can be doing, what other thing I could be checking off on my list while I'm driving in my car. I have to call and make some changes to my 401k. I have to call and, you know, check on a prescription or call, like call my dentist office. Like I literally map out my car rides as it relates to what I could be checking off my list. It's a little insane and obsessive. So it is good to be able to just stop and be in the moment and relax. Like that's healthy. Um, I need to give me some of that. Yeah, girl, an ASAP. Mm -hmm. ASAP. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat. What's going yeah. on? D Mag, don't y'all don't y'all got something better to do? Uh, <laughs> yes, and that's why we're doing it. We're over here. You should be grateful. I know you be needing for our show to come on. Mm -hmm. What you talking about? Let's smack. Um, don't we have something in. better to do? We no. popping in with a little midday lunch special. Like, what's what's wrong with that? Right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Y'all spicy already. Oh in lord. The chat, honey. I ain't wasting ooh. no time. At all. Oh, they spicy. Mm -hmm. Well, um, we hardly ever do reaction videos. Mm -hmm. And so um, we felt like we should give you guys a little reaction every now and then. Give y'all a little mm -hmm. treat. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Give y'all a little something to, to sink your teeth into. Give y'all a little treat. So absolutely. Um, yeah, let's go on and get this thing popped off. Mm -hmm. Um Last night, uh, <laughs> Kevin Samuels decided to do a stream called Kevin Samuels is Gay. And I question mark. Thought, question mark. 
was it a question mark? I yeah, I believe it was okay. a question mark. Well, let's look at it. And I thought that it would be um, very interesting to um, go over this. Can you guys see it? Mm-hmm. You can see it? Okay. It's blurry, but yeah, we can see. We can see the picture. Okay. Yeah, I thought it would be very interesting to do a reaction to it. And mm -hmm. um, yeah. So um, if you are ready to get started, are you ready? Let's do it. All right, let's go. Let me know if you can hear. Okay, I'm uh, not. I cannot. He's not saying anything yet, but okay. Let's get past all the music. Um, fair use. Let's act like we know. Kiki and the dough in the popo. Are you heard Papa don't hear me? No, Mo. Okay. Let's see. Lights are a little bit behind today. Let's do them like this. Though. You might want to speed it up a little. I mean, yeah. You know right? what? Too. I do. I would love to play this at. Um, What's going on? Uh oh. I would love to play this at a faster speed too. Yeah, because uh, we won't like. Well, I want to go through the whole thing. I didn't know if you had it like set for certain markers, but we could just, you know, go ahead. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Fragrance uh, of the evening. One, it's a good one. Okay. Testing, testing. One, two, three, four. Go home and get your fucking shine box. Go home and get the fucking shine box. What's going on, Big where you at, Megan? Big Shirley. I show, I show Miss Amy, Big Shirley. She'll be in by here in a minute. You know, they got a sale on collard greens, not hot wells. Oh. You know, when they got their sales on green, you keep counting Shirley not to be around. So before we get into it, let's get everything going. You got the comment section up and moving. The comment section's up and moving. It is only to, it is set to members only. So if you want to become a member and use the chat room privileges, you must select a level. That's number one. Number two, don't get carried away in there with what y'all are talking about. I got to get ready to get started. A very serious subject. Something that I've been trying to avoid. Something I've been trying to just kind of keep swept under the rug. Just kind of just keep doing what you do, right? But unfortunately, you know, the internet being the internet, people are who they are. People just want to allow you to live your personal life in peace. And um, it's about time that I come clean. So it's about time that we have this conversation in the light of day. So... We can have this and we can address it, answer any questions. So we don't have to bring this topic up ever again. Okay. So um, moderators, make sure that the chat room stays free of debris and trash. Free of debris and trash as we get into this sensitive topic. Because that's exactly what it is, you know. Some people are probably going to be shocked tonight at some of the things that they hear. Um, but, you know, it's all good. It's all good when it's all said and done. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be discussed. And if uh, I'm going to do it before any scandal or anything like that breaks out, before, you know, the exposed videos start coming out, before all the, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know, Kevin Samuels this, Kevin Samuels that. That's what it is. It's time to discuss this. Oh, yes. Say hello to Bentley Bear, Baccarat Bear. We don't know what his name is yet. So, um, sorry, guys. I'm a perfectionist. I just hate seeing stuff all over the place. So, um, guys, if you've been watching me for any length of time, this probably should not be a, a surprise to you. I'm a stylish guy. Yeah, I'm a stylish guy, and when you're a stylish guy, 
that oftentimes people just don't understand. They just don't get it. So um, there are other things that come along with being an image consultant and a stylist guy, you know. Uh, let's put that there. Let's not play with that. All right, you guys ready? You guys ready? All right, so. For those of you who don't know, my name is Kevin Samuels. I'm a professional image consultant. My job is to make sure that you look good, smell great, under the best version of yourself each and every day. And uh, as such, an image consultant concerns herself with image, four parts of image, appearance, behavior, communication, digital footprint. Most people think about image, they think about digital appearance, but there's more to it than that. Oh, shoot. But to be a good image consultant, like a certified image master at my level, you must heavily study your craft. And you must be well-versed in many different things, including women's fashion, men's fashion, anybody that you're going to, Anybody that you're going to style, you must be versed in. That's just the reality, okay? And if you if you don't know that image and style is, in these days, it's dominated by people in the LGBT community. It's dominated by a lot of gay men. Uh, matter of fact, my favorite designer, Tom Ford, is a gay man. He actually lost his husband yesterday. So, um, and with all the things that have been going on today, uh, the last year, I've decided to stay out of beefs, stay out of controversy, stay out of confusion. Just keep focused on what I'm doing. Keep focused on what I'm doing because people are always going to chitter chatter, always going to talk, 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 talk. But this, this is something that I've been trying to avoid for the longest, but it just won't go away. It simply will not go away. And as such, um, the way you handle it is you just address it. Okay, we got to get the likes up. We should have already have over 8,000 likes. So come on, man. Get them up. Okay. Um, do you have anything thus far? What do you think about him taking this, um, these allegations and reaction, um, like people saying this about him? What do you think about him taking it head on? Uh, well, he hasn't said much of anything just yet, but as it relates to the overall um, idea of doing a stream to address it head on, um, I think that it is, I guess it's, it could be a good thing. Um, but I also think that, you know, not paying it any mind and not giving uh, any attention to it is also a strategy that I'm not opposed to. Um, okay. Okay. But I think that, you know, facing it head on and just addressing it, this is something that's been a longstanding rumor. So coming out and saying, hey, I'm going to address this head on. I, I think that that could be a positive thing for him, too. So, OK, let's play. Um, and it's time to go ahead and address this. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and check to see what that means. Gay, a person who is homosexual, especially a man, that's the adjective, all right? And then the dated reference is lighthearted or carefree. The noun is a homosexual person, typically referring to a man. So it's one thing to say, you know, Nan had a gay disposition and a very pretty face. That's a bygone era. People don't use the term gay that way anymore. The way people use gay today is really to discuss a man and his sexual preference uh, and sexual orientation. The capital is popular destination for gays and lesbians all over the world. All right, so that is what is often being discussed. You know, Monday night we talked about, you know, when people want to talk about my content, my platform, the first thing they want to do is run to the fact that Kevin Samuels hates women. He hates women. He hates black women in particular. And inevitably, they also try to bring this point together too. He does all of the stuff that he does because he's secretly a gay man. 
He's secretly in, he's secretly a gay man who hates women. Yep. He's secretly a gay man who needs to come. Oh, oh my God! He, he needs to come out of the closet. That's that's what that's what they will tell you. That Kevin Samuels is a gay man, and the reason he goes so hard about the things he does because he needs oh, to. Oh my God! He's a gay man. He's a gay man. And you know what? To that, I say, well, no. No, 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 no. But to answer the question, though, to answer the question, did everybody came here to find out? Are you a homosexual? Am I a homosexual? Meaning, do I have sex with men? No. Sorry to disappoint to my critics and detractors. I don't have sex with men. 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. I know some people out there just shocked. They cannot believe it. There is no way that six foot four, well-dressed man has to be, has to be, has to be gay. Oh, Jesus Christ. He has to be gay. Because if not, what's going on? Look what the homosexuals have done to me. Just look what the homosexual has done to the black woman's image. He has to be gay. He's a closeted homosexual man. Well, funny thing is, I use my real name. And in 52 years, I, you have yet to see any of my critics and detractors bring out any, any shred of proof for their allegations. And I live in Atlanta. But yet, they still say, they still say, oh my God! Let's get through all that. What, what, what's no matter where you meet a stranger, be careful if they are too friendly. One never knows when the homosexual is about. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with people's occupation, black people in particular? to turn a heterosexual black man gay. Why are we so homophobic? I've addressed this so many times, but we got to get to the point. Let's move, she move. <laughs> I don't know what's the other one. Not only is there a man in his cabin, but the man is a midget. He's a midget. He's a midget. So <laughs> let's say, let's get right down to it. Why, why is this so prevalent? Well, let's talk about it. Calling me gay, let's be honest, gives black women access to the best insults. Calling a black man gay automatically gives black women and Loser black men, because here's the thing, you never get called gay by a man who is beating you. You always get called gay by somebody who you are beating. Okay, so I wanted to pause it right there and get your thoughts thus far. Um, what I found interesting about this. Um, okay. So I do think that black people, not just black women, will use um, homophobic insults to insult a person. Um, I do think we do that in total. I was like kind of taken aback that he kind of put that all off on women because he's coming toward women. You know, um, the majority of his content as of late has generally been geared toward women. What do you think so far? Um, I do think that that is a common thing for black people. I think that his focus is likely on black women because he has the greater number of black female detractors at this point in his career. Um, but I do think that it's kind of one of those low blows where you go below the belt and it's like you're, you've reached the ground level. Like a person typically can't go any lower than that when you attack someone's sexuality or well, a man's sexuality because it doesn't have the same effect if you say to a woman she's gay. Um, so I do think that it's one of those things that it's like, you know, it, it's like the ultimate insult to a man. So I do think that 
both men and women use it, but I think he is primarily um, speaking about women because he likely has the greatest number of female detractors at this point in his career. I don't think I actually would say that he would have the same amount of male detractors um, simply because he's pushing a red pill ideology, a red pill message. And if we're honest, if we're being completely honest, um, a lot of men have not adopted this red pill ideology. Um, yeah. You still have 50 or how, how many percent of men are married? I think it's about 50 percent of black men that are married. Mm, I don't think uh, it's for uh, like close to 40 percent, okay. like 30 something percent that are married right now. It's okay. not 50 percent. I thought it was about 50. But um, I said that to say this, I still would think that um, it would be the same amount of detractors because you do have men that want to be in relationships. You do have a lot of men that are simps. Um, you do have a lot of men that want to actually be married and together with a woman and men that will still come to the defense of women. Um, if you are talking about entertainers, entertainers, I've noticed um, a lot of them while you do have some that agree, you do have a lot of them that are coming against this message. Um, the latest was Ryan Davis that I noticed did a video and he was talking about Kevin Samuel's followers and how all these followers are coming out and going against women and insulting women. Mm -hmm. And um, wait, shout out to Black Ex Excellence. He says 33% um, of Black men are married. Right. I actually thought it was higher than that, but thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. It's like um, 33 versus 28 or 29% of Black women or something like that. Yeah, I still think that's wrong, but okay. I'm going to look yeah, it up. It's not 50%. But um, I still think that the amount of detractors, it would probably be even on both sides of men and women because his message is not a message that we've heard go mainstream. And so I thought it was interesting that he called out the women on that, but I've heard just as many men um, refer to him as um, effeminate and or a homosexual. And um. yeah. Well, personally, I haven't. I've seen his male followers uh, grow. I, not only has his male follower grow, followers grown, if you look on any social media platform, there is like a um, large Samuelite, uh, group of Samuelites that are essentially restating um, his talking points. Um, I definitely think that it's far more women. Now, you know, as it relates to content creators, there aren't many women content creators in this space. So in this space, if you're looking strictly at content creators, there are more men that crit criticize him. But I think in total, like the total sum of people just you know, around the world, there are far more women who seem to be offended by his message than men. I see men rallying together and saying, yeah, we have someone that is a voice for men and saying the things that we've always thought and how we've always felt. Um, whereas the women are 
taking a immediate offense. I see women that say if they are talking to someone or getting to know someone and they iterate any of Kevin Samuel's talking points, they're blocking them. Like I see women taking a very strong and hard stance against everything that he says, whereas mm -hmm. I'm seeing his male followers grow in number. Um, But I also think that he does have some female fans who... Yeah, um, oh yeah. Who, who enjoy his message and actually yes. co-sign it. Um, but now the percentage of women who actually co-sign his message is not, I wouldn't even say, I don't even think it's a small percentage um, because the fact that everybody is still calling into his show, um, they're still having a lot of conversations about it. I think that he does have a large female base as well. I think so too. He has a large female following, but I think his male following is larger than the female following. Yeah, I think I that, yeah, I, I do think there's a lot, you know, a lot of women, even when I look at his comments, you see a lot of women in the comments giving him kudos, agreeing to what he's saying, you know, um, essentially like basically uh, reiterating the same things and giving their own testimonies as to why they feel as though he is needed and his his message is needed so yeah i do think there's a large number of women who do not maybe not a large number but there are a number of women who do agree if i had to just put a percentage on it i would say there are there's over 50 percent of women who do not agree with his message and if i were to put a number on the men i would say there's over 50 percent of men who likely do agree with his message okay okay let's play if I can get my mouth, okay. That's 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 what that's what that's what uh, slander is for. It's to even the odds. You never see somebody that's up here saying, "Oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, he got," because they don't care one way or another. They're ahead, but it's it's always used to bring it down. And why is it used to bring it down? Because it opens up all the all the best insults. I mean, what do you get to say? Sugar booty, uh, black bandit. I mean, all kind of. I mean, just think of all the. I, I would tell you, black women have made an art form out of defaming heterosexual black men by calling them gay and using the words. I mean, it's, it's damn near jazz. And I would say to the women who are so good at this, and I would presume you're women, if you are half as good at keeping a man of value as you are of tearing a man down, you might have a life worth living. I mean, I want you to think about some of the energy that gets put into this. Oh, look at him over here, kicking heels and this and that and such and so forth. And I got to admit, you, you can have all of the best insults. But like I said the other day, if you choose to sit in this chair and do, and do uh, content, there's no way you can do two to three hour streams for five days in a row for years. There's no way you can put out thousands of hours worth of content, photographs and this and that. And if we want to, you can catch somebody anyway. You can take a frame. I guarantee I could take, I, I could go through your life and take a frame out of a video or a photograph and make you look anywhere I want you. Well, Kevin, what's the problem? You may not be gay, but you sure look suspect. Suspect meaning what? Suspect meaning what? Did I fuck men in the ass? Is that what you're trying to say? That I insert my penis in a man's ass? Is that what you're trying to Ooh. say? Is that what you're asking? I, I guarantee you, you wouldn't walk up to me and say that. Okay. <laughs> That's a good place to uh, pause. I think, I think uh, pause. It's um, <laughs> a good place to do that. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I think that he would be being, uh, I think he's being a bit disingenuous to a certain degree. And I'm going to tell you why. There have been certain photographs that have been circulating around the internet um, 
I'm not going to say they look suspect because to look suspect, you really have to be doing something. But but um, it's the way that, quote unquote, straight men take photographs. Um, it's a quote unquote where straight men don't do. Um, I've seen pictures where Kevin has had the duck lips. I've seen pictures. And now he dresses. He's very, very well put stylish. together. Yeah, very, very stylish. Mm-hmm. I don't take that away from him. But there are certain photographs that looked a bit zesty. And, and, and I'm not I'm not coming for this man's sexuality. I don't care one way or the other, to be honest. But I thought this would be a very interesting video to react to. But I have well, seen some photographs where I was like, hmm, okay, okay. And I go on by my business. I don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I have definitely seen some photographs, but um, I wanted to know what you thought. Um, to be completely honest, I, I, I have never seen a photograph that makes me question his sexuality. I, I do think, you know, uh, some, one could see like some of the photos or some of like the still shots that people take. And I, listen, there are photos that you can take of me that I don't look flattering in, but, um, and say he, he it has a, a feminine pose or something like that. But to me, that in and of itself is does not equate to a person being gay True. i think that when i um like I, and I don't know if you've seen this living in the south so uh i don't know where kevin is originally from i know he lived in oklahoma before living in atlanta but i see southern men so when i first moved down here i moved here from chicago and like i saw a like the the southern men that i would meet were completely different than from what I was used to, like in the men that I dated or talked to or knew or, you know, uh, converse with in Chicago. Um, I used to be like, oh my, like they, it's almost like they were raised by a Baptist grandma. Like some of their yeah. mannerisms were just like, not what I would consider masculine, but right. I didn't necessarily question their sexuality as a result of it. I think sometimes it's a matter of how how they're raised. Like I've heard men say, um, I was raised in the church around women and like certain manner, like it's natural to pick up on certain mannerisms from the person that raises you. Um, I can I can see how like maybe some of the poses or you know look like a more feminine pose, but I didn't question his sexuality because of that. Yeah. Um, I Like I said, I've seen pictures. Um, Kevin has uh, spoken out and said he was raised by um, his mother and she right. was single, was single for a yeah. while. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I will say that um, some of the pictures looked inter- interesting. You know, I'm, yeah. I don't want to front. I want to keep it all the way. Well, um, no, some of the pictures sure. did look interesting to me. So um, let's play. Get back to that. Oh, maybe maybe it's the other way around. I'm a no, that's right. Listen to some of these alpha angry females, and I'm a bottom. I don't insert, I take. See, and that's the point. They get access to all of the best insults. You're a top, you're a bottom, you're this, you're that, you're so and if you try to sit around and fight all of these allegations, you go crazy. So you just leave it alone. Women who are winning at life don't tend to have to worry about stuff like that. But what really bothers so many women who throw this out is because I'm the kind of man, I represent the kind of man that a lot of these women are like getting. I'm not saying I'm the man, but I represent the guy. A tall, good-looking, accomplished, professional black man. 
I may not be your particular cup of people. That's not true. Okay. I remember mean, he looked this way, he looked that way. I'm like, now wait a minute. I look better than you, and I'm a man, so you sure can't say nothing about my looks. Me standing next to you was a bad day for you, and that's sad. You was talking about the female, but I get it. Calling me gay gives you access to the best insults, and you can. And I tell you, they use it to an art form. They use it to an art form. But look, you got bracelets, you got to read, you got to watch, you carry a purse, you this, you got mm-hmm. all that. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. Produce one shred of proof, one shred of evidence. Well, we don't have to. Oh, I just know he looks like it. See, that's what we're in the black community. Evan had this argument with the, uh, with the guy at the car dealership over this Russell Westbrook stuff. And this dude was like, man, nah, he wears a dress, he's gay. And I'm like, Russell Westbrook, okay. he's gay to me, man. He's not gay. He's gay, man. I was like, so you said a man has sex with men. And right there is when you should have shut the fuck up and said, no, nah, I'm not saying that. But instead, what did you do? Like most people in our community, you double down on your ignorance. Well, I'm just saying, the men that I know don't do that. Are you saying the man has sex with, are you trying to say the man has sex with men? And then instead of just admitting, no, nah, man, you know what? I'm just being hyperbolic. I don't like it. It bothers me. No, he wouldn't answer. Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, I can't say that. Well, you know, you know what he said. I can't say that. Nobody knows what anybody does behind the scenes. I'm like, well, in that case, you're gay. No, I'm not gay. Well, yeah, nobody can say for sure what you do 100 percent of the time, and you wear a pink tie. When my grandfather would see you wear a pink tie, and he would say you're gay because me and Dad wear pink. Well, pink is this and pink is that, and I'm like, wait a minute. You got a pink tie on, and you're gonna try to. I'm, as an image consultant, I'm telling you, pink is not a masculine color. But you draw a line at pink at skirts, but pink ties are okay. This, this is a real conversation that happened. And this guy's tall. I mean, I was born in 1970 or something, so I'm like, uh-huh, but i tell you what. If Russell Westbrook walked in here, I guarantee you the bravado on what you're talking, would you look that man in his eye and tell him, man, you gay? Because if you did, he might, he might knock the chunky soup out of you. Oh, man, why well, I got to get down to violence? That's the point. If you're going to call somebody something, you better stand on your disrespect and deal with the consequences that come into it. But we're so quick to do that because it's one of the easiest ways to discredit a man in particular, a man in general, a black man in particular, and the reason women do it so much is they're so used to black men getting in their emotions and overreacting, trying to disprove it. Gentlemen, as you become the best version of yourself and you start to outpace your competition, you might as well expect that it's going to come. You are going to be called. Can we pause right. for a second? Absolutely. What are your thoughts? So um, I thought that that was just an interesting, um, uh, well, I guess, uh, event that he just described. It made me think about and looking at some of the comments, um, what is it that would make a part like what I guess for me, because to be completely honest, when I tell you, and I know you guys hear me say this all the time, but I'm truly a black conscious woman. And in that I am intentional about making sure that I don't do certain things. And one of those things would be. Uh, attacking a man's sexuality. But I had to ask myself the question of what would make me question a man's sexuality? Not necessarily attack it, but even personally, just in my head say, hmm, you know, something here doesn't seem right. Um, Because he gave an example of Russell Westbrook, where we know, you know, Russell Westbrook, he had on a skirt. Uh, I can't think there's someone else football player i'm drawing a blank um but Russell it's Westbrook's been plenty of entertainers always. there have been plenty of entertainers that have right. had on dresses and skirts so that's what i wanted to highlight even if we don't even if like we don't say a dress or a skirt especially nowadays we see a lot of men painting their nails wearing pearls painting their toes like d wade showed a picture of him with toenail polish on but when we go back to like my mom's generation like you saw prince and he had his butt cheeks out and ruffle shirts song you know people uh question tupac's sexuality you know like mm. uh people question uh michael jackson's sexuality like uh you look at um was it like the gap band and some of the things they wore and it looked 
pretty, pretty much like halter tops and tight skinny jeans. So what is it uh, aside, you know, like attire aside, because I think that you'll see like fashion um, is it, it changes and it's it's not it's basically people can be eccentric in their fashion choices. Uh, but what is it that would make me question like, hey, you know, this guy may not be a straight man for me. It pro it's more of a like it would have to mo mainly rely on like a personal encounter that I've had with that person or personal experiences that I've had things that they might have said that were a little alarming to me and or things that I saw them do. Um, I have had um, interactions with Kevin, of course, on panels and things of that nature. Um, I think that like when I look at Kevin, I think he gives off a masculine energy. Um, and I think that most of what people are using to derive that he, you know, question his sexuality would be his style of dress, his fashion choices, and the fact that they feel like he has such a strong disdain for women. But for me, like, it's more like I'm going more off of your actions and how you move. And like, if you say something extremely questionable, I'll be like, ooh. Um, but what, what about for you? Like, what is it for you that'll make you be like, Ooh, I don't know if this person is straight. Um, I'm going to go off with people don't want you to take impressions of them and go off of those impressions. And I find that to be very disingenuous. If you carry yourself a certain way, um, because I think we all have a picture of what masculinity looks like in our head. Mm -hmm. And being that we have a picture of what masculinity looks like in our head, we are quick to say, um, well, this doesn't seem very masculine. Um, I think we are getting, I'm not going to say that I've never been around men in suits. I've been around plenty of men in suits um, right. within corporate America. A suit mm -hmm. isn't a thing that's foreign. Um, it's not a foreign yeah. concept to me. Single, I'm well, not questioning somebody's sexuality because he wears a suit. Facts. So a suit is, ooh, you know, well, that part. Um, that that that's not a foreign concept to me. But then I'm I'm gonna keep it a book. It may be a foreign concept to a lot of our women, though. Mm. A lot of our women. So that wouldn't be the foreign concept to me. I think it would be a combination of okay, um, it's not you being very well put together. It would be um. Oh God. Um, it wouldn't be um that a person would, would be that he's just well put together. It would be like a combination of things. How you carry yourself, how are you reaction to uh to certain things? Um, do you talk with a lisp? Do, do you bend your risk? And not saying that that's the only thing that would make me that would kind of put something in the back of my head. I'm not going to say that I would actually go out and accuse a person, but if it's, if it's a thought that's running through the back of my head, right. The They're my mind, in other words, right. That would, but I would say that everybody does this. Everybody judges a book by its cover. Um, if you're saying not to judge a book by its cover, then nobody would get dressed up. Nobody would do um, anything to separate themselves everybody judges a book by its cover we all do it so no, i agree and i'm not implying that we shouldn't uh, i wasn't saying like not to judge a book by its cover oh, no, no, i'm, I'm I questioning for like my that. own self oh yeah i didn't oh. take it like that i'm just saying that i just think that everybody judges a book by its cover i think that um 
everybody has a thought process of when, when we see people. I think that we've been programmed to think a certain type of man is masculine or a certain type of thing is masculine behavior. Um, I think women are going to um, come for him because of his message, because this message has not been screened by a man and this man has gone mainstream. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to be a lot of the issue. But you know what? <clears throat> I do have to say that, um, yes, you're right. We just, like I said, like from my personal experience, however, if I'm in Lenox Mall and I see a man switching and he has a shirt tied up and he has on lipstick and his nails done, uh, of, of course, you know, it's clear. But I mean, uh, I guess more on a surface level, if it's not someone that's like blatant. Um, black Excellence was saying something about Black women, uh, Black American women not knowing anything about masculinity. Um, I think we do. If you guys feel as though you're the, the, um, the subject matter experts on femininity and constantly tell black women what femininity is and what femininity looks like. I think that from our vantage point, we can judge what we feel masculinity looks like. There are certain behaviors uh, that would not be deemed as masculine. And I think everybody would be able to agree on it. Uh, a man switching, a man with lipstick, a man with eyelashes, like there are certain things that are blatant that we can all talk about that we know would not be deemed as masculine. So don't pretend as though we don't have the, you know, the ability to, um, to discern between what is masculine behavior versus what is feminine behavior, because we do. I think you have a rocket scientist. I think you have a excellent point with that. Um, do you, okay. I think that a lot of men, um, think that he is effeminate, um, do you think effeminization is offensive? Um, I think that men would take it, uh, uh, would be offended by it to, to say that they're considered effeminate. Um, you know, it's certainly not something that men would look upon with positivity. I think that most men would be offended by it, but you know, um, yeah, to answer the question, yes, I think that most men would be offended. Uh, would be offended by it. Shout out to Karan Williams. He says Tyson talks with a lisp. Um, I would say that some of those things have to be accompanied by other traits. That um, so Kevin will definitely could definitely be identified as metrosexual. Right. Mm -hmm. um, metrosexual to me would be a very, very well-groomed and well-dressed man who's right. very trend. I think that's what metrosexual is. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, if you think about fashion, um, most high-end um, designers tend to be gay. Male designers tend to be gay. True. And so, um, yeah, I, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say that it's traits that are accompanied by um, other traits that people would make would probably consider um, effeminate or gay. Um, Shout out to you. Um, Y'all, please hit the like button. And if you um, like the content, please subscribe and share it. You know, we have some really, really interesting conversations over here. Um, so please like, share and subscribe. Yeah, uh, I agree. So um, I do think that
um, men who are fashionable are considered metrosexual. Like if you're fashionable, fashion forward, you're into, you know, image consulting, you are into any form of fashion, generally you will be considered metrosexual. You care about your appearance. You right. go out the side, outside looking disheveled. You are dressed to the nines. You have a variety of colognes that you wear depending upon your mood. You are a, you know, like you're just really into your appearance. Appearance, I do think that typically the label of metrosexual would be attached to you um, in that case. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Are we ready to play? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Now to deal with it and move on. The people who are going to say this kind of stuff aren't the people you want to deal with anyway. The women that are saying it recognize you're out of their league, and the guys who are saying it wish they were in your league. That's usually the reality. So give you access to some of the best insults. That's number one. Number two. You gotta ask yourself, why do women attack a man's masculinity when they can't do what they want? Why does a why why do why do women attack a man's masculinity when they can't get what they want? It's the first thing they go to attack. When you're not paying them any kind of attention, when you're not giving them the first thing they want, you have seen this. You have seen people come on my platform who I had reason conversations with get on that platform and shame themselves guilt and they be right. Here it comes, you're old, you're divorced. You're gay. It's like, do y'all have anything else? No, because that's it. And that's the thing. You will see people who will sit there and talk about something they know is a lie for hours on end, for days on end. So let me address this front and full. Kevin Samuels is not a homosexual man. I have never been a homosexual man. I do not like men. I'm not attracted to men in the least. Anybody who wants to say that they have something different, I want to see you prove it. Not only do I want to see you prove it, let's put something on it. You, if, if you really believe that I'm gay, all right, let's do a lie detector test. Let's do all that. But here's the thing. You're going to put up a substantial sum of money, so when it comes back negative, I'm walking away with more than just vindication. I want money. Why is this important? Because going forward, I'm going to have this video sit here as a definitive response to people who say, Kevin Sanders hates women, hates black women. That video's on Monday. And this video right here, going forward, there is no confusion. There is no, well, he could be. His sexuality is his business. This is the video you direct them to. Anybody who says that going forward is, in my opinion, being willfully disingenuous, dishonest, because this is the official record. Now, see, I even hear guys sit around saying, well, you know, well, we don't know if he is or isn't, but what is that man's sexuality? Uh, these are, and there's some guys I've actually talked to, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Be careful when you go down that slope, homeboys, because that could be you, too. Now, don't get mad because I dress better than most of you guys. You may not like my style, but you cannot say I don't have style. And, uh, this, and a lot of this stuff gets started, especially in our community, because this is where I go in with the guys, because so many of our men refuse to grow up and step into manhood and masculinity. We're still dressing like boys. You think because you can wear Jordans, jeans, a graphic t-shirt, and a fitted, that makes you a masculine man. Not at 40. Unless you are authentically a hip-hop hip -hop street style personality, which is the smallest style personality there is, you can decide to do it, but it is often inappropriate for your age and the particular outcomes you want. But sadly, because it was so tied to the street culture and hyper-masculinity associated with gang violence and street violence, it's the one way that black men could show their manhood at a distance. Okay. I wanted to pause it right there. I'm going to read these super chats and then I want to get off into this uh, particular clip. 
Um, shout out to Jack Spade. Jack Spade says, this is social media where anyone can become whatever they want. One used to have to join the military or go to college to do it. Now one can just create a YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Jack Spade. And shout out to W is for Wumbo. He says, the word metrosexual shouldn't exist because it doesn't describe your sexuality. I think dandy is a better term. Look it up. Um, dandy. Yeah, I don't know that it's a better term. It's just the term that you prefer. But metrosexual does exist. It is an actual word. And there are a ton of words that, we, that you know, you might have the opinion that they shouldn't exist, but they do. I don't necessarily think it's a better term. I think it's just the preferred term for you. Okay. Now let's talk about wardrobe and appearances. Mm -hmm. um, I think that he brings about really, really good points as it pertains to people dressing up and dressing their age and um, having a sense of style and class. Um, I do think that we as a, um, we as a community, as a black community, we do perpetuate um, certain stereotypes as it pertains to dress. Um, when, while the women are running around in bonnets and flip flops and t-shirts and um, just raggedy looking. Um, yeah, I think the same could be said on the opposite side. And I do think that um, he brings about good points in how we dress as a community. What do you think? Um, I do think that some young people might attribute sagging pants to masculinity, but any person of advanced age or over 30, I would think that they know, would know better than to attribute uh, strictly, you know, a man's dress style to uh, his masculinity or lack thereof. Um, I don't think that we're like, I don't think that we're overly represented by women wearing bonnets. That's not something that I see in my everyday life. Like I have to go to the hood. I live in Atlanta. I'm typically seeing black women dressed to the nines or dressed very well uh, whenever I go out. I don't see like a bunch of raggedy women. That's not a very common thing for me unless I go to certain areas. If I go to, you know, Greenbrier or the West End, I might see that, but that's not something I regularly see. Um, but I do think that some people are of the mindset that there are there's a select group of people that are of the mindset that you have to dress a certain way to be masculine, um, which to me is is completely uh, foolish. Okay, and okay, okay. So when he talks about the way men dress after a certain age, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I. I you know, do think that men of a certain age should not have their pants sagging around their ankles. I think that that's, I don't think anybody should. I think it's extremely tacky. Um, I guess I know that it was supposed to be like a fashionable thing, but um, I don't know. Do you really still see a lot of people sagging? Like even younger guys, they're wearing a lot of the skinny jeans. So they're not up on their they're not up on their waist where it should be, but like the sagging pants, I don't see people with their pants under their butts. Um, it still should be on your waist with a belt. That's the appropriate thing. And that is, um, you know, shows that you're a respectable person and, and kind of gives you a better, uh, I think would give people a better, um, kind of shows you in a better light. But um, 
I do think that, you know, after a certain age, I'm looking at you crazy if you got your pants sagging and you're trying to wear like a, like a hip hopper. And listen, if you wearing, uh, you know, the, the jerseys or the oversized T-shirts and you be bopping around looking like a fool, um, you know, you certainly wouldn't be able to approach me. Um, I don't notice as many, but I do think that. Um, if you go to certain areas, it's going to be more prevalent in yeah. more areas than some areas. Right. Um, so I, I, I absolutely agree with that. It's nothing that I see on a regular, regular basis. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily see it a lot, but I, I, I think that um, a man dressing a certain way after a certain age, a lot of our men don't really agree with that. Um, men feel mm. like they should be able to put on their T-shirts and jeans and their sneakers, Sims, whenever they, whenever, whatever, whenever. At, at sixty. Yeah, um, hmm. you notice that, like, I don't see. I, I've started seeing like more upscale places, of course, carry a dress code. Mm -hmm. But even when they carry these dress codes, they still make allowances for people with money. Um, or the price. Yeah, yeah you could. Um, you, 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 they may have a dress code, but if you uh tip somebody fifty dollars or something, they'll let you in wearing what you want. And in some hood spots, if you're in a nice upscale, you know, nice place, they don't care about that. They won't be able to let you in because they would be reprimanded. But um, to Neek Speaks' point, I I haven't been to California. Maybe there are more women here that wear bonnets, but I can't remember the last time I saw a woman in a bonnet. And I go to the mall weekly at least once a week. I shop very regularly. I'm out in stores every, like four or five days of the week. I'm out in stores and stores where black people frequent. And I can't remember. Let me see. I like literally it's been a month, a few months since I've seen someone in a bonnet. And so not to say that it doesn't happen, but it's not happening as frequently as some would like to think. Okay. Shout out to Karan Williams. He says dandy was a time for stout, stylish effeminate men in Victorian Europe. Most were into girls uh, culture heathens. <laughs> Who said that we didn't know what it was? We just said that it may be his preferred term. I, and I, I'm sorry, I lied. I did see someone in Walmart maybe about three weeks ago. I saw a girl with a bonnet on in Walmart. Um, yep, I did. So one in probably the past two months or so. Okay, okay. Well, let's play. And Jack, I don't live in um, Atlanta. I live in Cobb County, dear. Tell them, girl. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's play. Sadly, we don't see a man in a suit and recognize that as being the measure of a man like most groups. You see a man in a dress shirt and some shirt shoes or hard soldier. We don't know how to call him. We don't even know what to call him. And see, that's fine if you're a teenager, even in your 20s. But by the time you reach age 25, personal opinion, professional opinion, you need to start growing your wardrobe up. I see far too many men in their in their late twenties, thirties, still dressing like high schoolers, and you wonder why you can't command the respect from the women you want to. So you see people growing these large beards and tattoos all over the place, and over aggressive masculine. I'm a da 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 da. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to do all that. If that's your choice, you can. But that's not how we have to define everybody. If you don't have a big beard or tattoos and all this other kind of stuff. And see, what's funny in my day to day life, this doesn't come up. Because one thing that tends to happen is when I see people out in public, one, they're generally shocked at how, how big I am. I'm not a small man. Six foot four, 215 pounds. I'm rather large. And I've said it before, I can't take care of myself. 
So those things really. I have a quick question, Danny. Know. Can you pause it just oh, for a second? Danny, I have a question. Sure. And women, when they can't. Based on what he was just implying, do you think women dictate um, what men see as masculine? Because, of course, there were comments that said black women know nothing about masculinity, yada, yada, yada. But he was just saying that basically because women have one view of masculinity, you see more men getting uh, tattoos, having big beards, wearing, you know, the things that women like. Do you think women have any influence on what is seen as masculine, including what men view as masculine and as a result, how they move or how they, uh, you know, uh, impact how that impacts how they dress or their appearance because, you know, women see certain things as masculine? Um, absolutely. Um, at one point, and I know most men will deny this, um, men used to do everything for a woman's attention. Um, women men will buy nice cars. They're going to dress a certain way. Um, and men do what, what women respond to. Um, if women like beards, you saw everybody grew a beard out. Um, women like short haircut. Women love dreadlocks. You see a lot of men start growing dreadlocks. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do think that men do look to women, to get a gauge of what uh, masculinity is now. Now, with that being said, I'm I'm going to say like it, it goes to a certain point mm -hmm. because, of course, to me, in my opinion, I don't think a woman can define masculinity um, in total. We have a thought process on what it is, what it looks like to us. But right. women in general don't know what it's like to be a man. So I don't think that a woman can describe it just like a man can't tell me um, that I'm feminine or not feminine because they don't know what being a woman is like. Um, mm -hmm. They can tell me, you know, their gauge of femininity. Right, right, right. They couldn't tell me exactly what it is to be a feminine woman because they don't know. Okay. Thank you. I just wanted to know. I wanted to highlight that. So thank you. I'm going to read these super chats real quick. Shout out to Jack Spade. He says to Concrete Rose, I said the Atlanta area. Cobb County is considered within the Atlanta metro area. Thank you. It is Atlanta metro. Uh, I'm outside the perimeter, but I do think that um, it varies. Like what you see in different sectors of the Atlanta metro area, the West End is different than Cobb County, which is different than Gwinnett County, you know, which is different than different parts of Fulton County. So all, all the areas are not the same is my point. But thank you for highlighting that, Jack. Shout out to W is for Wumbo. He says, at Quran, dandy just means a man unduly devoted to style, neatness, and fashion and dress and appearance. It's a timeless term. So oh, get, some it. <laughs> get some culture. I felt really, really classy when I read that. Okay. <laughs> Made me feel like I sat up straight when I read that. that really <laughs> okay. Let's play. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Give what they want from you. They immediately attack your masculinity. But it's also meant to keep you mired in the muck. It's meant to keep you. It's meant to keep you on defense. It's meant to keep you justifying what's going on. Gentlemen, understand something. You're going to have to learn how to let stuff roll off your back. When you decide to address it, if you decide to address it, you need to address it on your terms, one time, uh, one time, a couple times at most, and keep it moving. Let people say what they want to say because honestly, most of the people who are your critics and detractors are not remotely concerned with the truth. They just want a way to insult you. They want to insult you. They want to insult you. They want to get you off topic or off task. Don't let them. So 
But I'm sure there are people out there who are going to say, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I still don't believe. I still don't believe you're not gay. Then that's your problem. There's no way to prove what somebody wants to believe, what a fool believes. But by the same token, we can say the same thing about you. Now, I will say this before we open the call line. I think it's kind of crazy that we spend so much time. We're the, we, we seem to be. It's funny because you hear black women call black heterosexual black men gay, but then you love gay black men. Your hairstylist, uh, your best friend, you, you see so many women with gay best friends. So what is it, ladies? Are you, do you not like gay men or do you love gay men? Wait, which one is it? Or is it that you're, uh, you're really secretly angry and resentful for the kind and caliber of black man that you wish you could get, but for some reason you may not necessarily fit with today? If that's the case, then why don't you adjust what it is you do to get what it is you want? Because these men are winning. I mean, I, I mean, I heard what's, it's amazing how many times, it, it's almost to the point to where you can look and see the black men they're gonna call gay. If a black man is in a suit, speaks proper English, someone is going to likely call that man gay. You're either gay or you're a sellout. No, I reject that. I believe in excellence. So when I see men like that, I see a man, a competent man on his purpose. Don't be honest, ladies. You're angry. You're angry at the fact that it's usually when you see somebody like myself, they're telling you what you want to hear, but they're telling you what you, you want to hear so they can sell their products or services or books or whatever, whatever. They're not telling you what you want to hear because it's helping you. Now, personally, I will tell you, sitting in this chair has cost me a lot. It costs a lot to sit here, and I never really share that with you guys. It costs a lot, but I think it's worth it. It costs having a, it costs you in your business life. It costs you in your personal life. There are people who are like, you know what? Who want the amount of scrutiny one person gets for just sitting here saying, arguing, having conversations? I think it says much more about where we are and what we need to get to. Shout out to uh, Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews. That brother did a video today. You know what? I want to talk about that today right now. He did a video today that I think is incredible. Uh, and it talked, basically, he was talking, it was, he does an incredible breakdowns. And he just. Okay. I thought that that was a good place to stop the video. Hold mm -hmm. on a second. Shout out to brother Leo Anthony up in this thing. And he says, replace masculine with attractive men gouge what women finds attractive about men. I've never looked at uh, what a woman say as definity for what masculinity is. I've always looked at the men who were successful and had women. Um, I think that's a really, really good point, Leo. I think that's a really mm -hmm. good point. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, I do think that um, the that women use a tactic, which is essentially hitting below the belt in order to win arguments. So, and in order to shut you up. So I do think that when a woman hears something that she does not want to hear from a man, that one of her go-tos will be to attack his sexuality or, and or to say that he is a misogynist or that he is exuding toxic masculinity in an effort for his, to, to, to remove validity from anything that he says. And my whole thought is 
does that take away from his message? Like you can say what you want about the messenger, but does he does is there still truth in his message? And um I personally there are some things that I may disagree with Kevin on, but I think the overall premise as it relates to black women needing to be accountable, as it relates to black women needing to um, evaluate the lack of family values that they have, the lack of family planning that's going on within the black community, um, their, their um, you know, horrible attitudes and disposition towards men of their own race. Uh, there, there are a ton of other things that black women need to be accountable for. And, you know, the discussion needs to be had and he has created a place for that to happen. And despite the fact that he gets a lot of pushback and a lot of flack for, you know, um, broaching these topics, these discussions, there are, you know, discussion spawned in every facet of social media as a result of what he's doing on his platform. But, uh, you know, all in all, I do think that this is a tactic that women use, that black women use, namely to um, hit below the belt when you're saying something that they don't want to hear to um, essentially silence you. Uh, but what are your thoughts? Um, I, okay. Now, with the Manosphere going mainstream, and I would say that he has been in, um, the leader um, or he's been pushed to leader in this position to making this go mainstream, making the sector go mainstream, mm -hmm. making this message go mainstream. When you have not held your women accountable or have held black women accountable and black women have run amok. Mm -hmm. And then you start to preach a different message that has not been told to black women in total. Um, we've always kind of coddled black women. Oh, mm -hmm. well, you know, da, 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 da. You, I know you have five kids by five different men, but God going to send you somebody, girl. Mm -hmm. um, girl, I know you didn't have 20,000 abortions, but you still really deserve a good man. No matter mm -hmm. what you do, you still yep. deserve the best in life. Mm -hmm. When we have coddled our women like this and our girls and then a brand new day comes and somebody tells you, look, you're our you're average looking woman. You really ain't shit. You really mm -hmm. not that fly. You really you not lost value. Your sexual market value isn't as, as high gone. as it was you because you're wall. older. Yeah, your post wall. Right. You're, you're all these negative things and we've never heard this message before on the grand mm -hmm. scale. So my question would be, what did you think was going to happen? Um, nobody, most women were not going to take this message in stride because we have been pacified and coddled for the majority of our lives. Um, we, a woman could say to herself that she knows that she's not this, that, and the third, but there are a thousand more women. Well, girl, you are all that. Girl, you are fly. Girl, don't listen to what these niggas got to say. Yeah, that niggas gay. He don't like women no way. Um, that's going to be the message because this is something that's been unheard of. Um, and then for a man as well-dressed and put together like he is, and I'm not going to say well-dressed and put together. Matter of fact, let me scratch that. It's not because Kevin Samuels is well-dressed and put together. And he has a message about women. Um, Patrice O'Neill had the same message. I've rarely heard anyone refer to Patrice O'Neill as gay. Rarely. Mm -hmm. um, I do think the mannerisms accompanied with the way that he dresses, um, accompanied with the pictures that I've seen online, I think that that 
that in total will have people questioning his sexuality. Not saying that that's right, but that will have people questioning his sexuality. And then when you have a message that is holding women accountable, something that we're not used to, they're going to um, haul every freaking thing that they can to knock you down because that is something that most women don't want to be told how fucked up they are. We don't want to hear that shit. We, um, it, it, it'll force us to think about, to really take inventory on ourselves and to uh, force us to take a bit of accountability and women don't want to take accountability. It's easier to blame the man for every fucking problem that we've had. It's easier for us not to take accountability. And it's just what it is. I think that um, these insults, everything that he is enduring, I feel like it comes along with the territory. Again, I'm not saying that it's right. I just think it comes apart along with the territory. Um. I agree that it, it's, it's, it's par for the course. It comes along with the territory. Um, I agree that, you know, women aren't going to take it in stride. <laughs> like you're waking up black men who have been asleep for years. You're uh, potentially causing black men to quote unquote, save themselves. You're causing black men to hold women accountable and call them on their BS. Like, you know, that that does not work in black women's favor. Uh, well, in their short term favor, in their long term favor, if we're thinking generational, absolutely it does. But most black women aren't thinking in that manner. Um, so I think that you're right in saying, you know, I, we could have predicted this, that you would get this type of pushback and this type of reaction from black women. It is like you are prying their eyes open and forcing them to look in the mirror, like you putting toothpicks in their eyelids when they're trying to close their eyes and just employ cognitive dissonance and ignore the truth. And you're forcing them to face their realities. And that's not pleasant for black women. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a hard thing to listen to. Um, think about when you first started hearing red pill ideology and um, mm. people were telling you all kinds of crazy stuff and you're hearing all kinds of crazy stats and shit about black women that you've never heard before um, or you've never even had the thought process to think it, it may be you. Mm. Think about that. Baby, then, that was that's a good point. I'm glad that makes that makes it helps me to understand what they're feeling even more. So thank you, Danny. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was thinking about like when I first started hearing red pill message, I was like, these dudes got problems. Um, they're crazy They're And then, you know, before the time, I was like, they just ain't getting no ass. I was like, you know, nobody really messed with them like that. That's why they feel like that. Then, you know, you really start to take inventory because it was a message. Like I had been part of the, um, a Facebook red pill group groups for years. And it was like, okay, I'm like, all these dudes are just nuts. Just really sitting there thinking like they don't know shit, crazy, whatever. Then it re I really started to take inventory on my own life and all the people around me. Cause somebody was like, oh, you don't know nobody like that. Oh, you've never done anything like that. And there were certain things that I may not have been guilty of. It was certain things that I was guilty of that I had never been forced to take inventory on or to even look at me outside of blaming somebody else for my poor choices. And I was, he comes along, Kevin comes along. And like I said, he's gone mainstream and the message is damning. He's convicted black women. 
Um, you know what? I have to admit that uh, it was a slow process for me. Um, I uh, have been coddled since I was a little girl. I'm, I'm a daddy's girl. So I've been coddled for a very long time. I have been um, protected because I have a ton of brothers and, you know, a lot of male family members. Like, I know that you know, they, they, I guess would be considered blue pill because they didn't tell women the truth in the sense that y'all effing up or hold women in their circles accountable. Um, they were raised like most black men are, you know, to, um, essentially kind of, um, take it, take it on the chin. Um, so when I came into the truth, it was a bit difficult for me. I think that the, um, I had started to come into the truth as a result of Facebook too, just being in a ton of different Facebook groups, not red, red pill, uh, in particular, but black men who share the, some of the same ideologies, but it wasn't until I got with my fiance that I was kind of really confronted with the truth all at once and forced to, you know, face the um, truth about black women. And he would call me out on it. He would constantly, we would have discussions and I'd be like, no, but black women. And he would be like, listen to yourself. You always defending black women. I don't hear you. You're a black conscious, conscious woman. And you never come to the defense of black men in the same way or listen to yourself. You can't take the truth about black women, even if it's not applicable to you. And it was me constantly defending black women. That was kind of a source of tension for us. And I had to stop and think and, you know, take inventory and look around and be like, damn, he's telling the truth. And what it is, is I would become immediately offended by the things that he would yep. say, even if it had nothing to do with me. Women yep. that have multiple kids by multiple different men and sitting up on welfare and like stuff that had nothing to do with me. But I was offended by proxy because it was my yeah. own group. And so, yeah, it was a it was hard for me to come to the realization that we need to get our ish together. And I fought it. And so you're right. This is um, to be expected. This reaction is to be expected. Yeah, absolutely correct. Oh, look who's here. Shut out to Adam. ARC. Baby, make a 3000 <laughs> up in this thing. What's up, ARC? He says a lot of people on YouTube tend to confuse and conflate being black pill with being red pill. A lot of black male YouTube content creators are much more mm. black pill than they are red pill. Hashtag facts. Um, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, I think that people are really going to um, be on some shit when it comes down to black pill um, information being disseminated because red pill is hard enough to uh, pass on. Um, and then with women, like I said, we've been coddled for so long. So when you hear this stuff, it, it's hurtful and it's damning. And, you know, I think like as opposed to girl, the man out here mowing the yard, he mowed his damn. Uh, <laughs> I, I really want him to get away from my damn window, though. Uh, That's what I want him to do. You hear it? Like he's uh, right under the window. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, I forgot my frame thought, girl. But but it's just the messaging is damning, and I, I. Do you think that we're ready to take the message on more? So, do you think 
um, black women are ready to be more accountable now? No, uh, I don't think that they are ready. I think that um, black women are at a place where not only are they not ready to accept accountability, um, that they will push back harder than ever. I think that they want to ignore all everything that's being laid out on the table for them to address by um, saying, okay, we no longer want to participate in this system. We no longer want marriage. We no longer want babies. We are going to focus on vacationing, living it up, hot girl summers, shopping, you know, advancing our careers. And we are walking away from this entire system partly because of the fact that they're calling us out on our mess. Yep, yep, yep. Um, do we have time to open it up a smidge? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Because uh, okay. I got to get up out of here um, in a few minutes. Um, so I, I did have uh, a couple other things that um, I wanted to highlight really quickly. Um, did Were you going to play it again? Yeah, we can. Right, I think we'll he's going to go through this, what you call it, but let's play. Juxtapose me and several other people discussing me. And I'm like, Jesus, y'all spend as much time telling women the truth as you try to spend judging me. We may have to get somewhere. So, the video is called Kevin Samuels versus the Thought Police. That's, so I'm going to play a little bit of this and we're going to open the call line because I want to hear from my critics and attractors, the people who really think that I'm secretly gay. I'm secretly gay and I hate women, so I'm over here on a down low agenda to to what end? To what end would a secretly gay man be talking to women like this? What's the outcome? What's the outcome? To keep me and the women separate so men can get with me? I mean, I know we are a conspiracy, we are prone to conspiracies and Illuminati, conspiratorial people. What's the conspiracy? Yeah, he has an agenda. What is the agenda? Keep the, keep the men and women in agenda war going, so to what end? That's a controversial. And one of the biggest controversies I can hear is I hate women. Kevin Samuels hates women. He's a misogynist. He's a misogynist, and he hates black women in particular. Who hurt you? This is where the whole sign language came from. Shame of guilt that needs to be right. Uh, keep the lights up, folks. So we're going to get into it. Black women, let's talk about it. Do I hate you? Uh, back in 2013, I interviewed you when I worked with Madame Noir, uh, and we had, you know, a viral moment. We talked about Black women and, and you said viral. Right <laughs> it's a lot of words. What up, Noir? All my critics and detractors just ask, is what do you have on these women you got this petition okay we were doing here in Thanos snapped it all the way then what what you got what you got for women these women you care so much about our root chakra is out of control we have to get our root chakras under control if we really want to serve the black sisterhood i'm gonna say it again we gotta get our root chakras under control so that we can be a better use to our women but many women are very very unrealistic about their standards for men dating and marriage so I'm going to give my opinion on this. And now listen, girls, I'm about to be very raw. I'm about to be very real. I'm about to just shoot it to you as just straight as I can, because I'm hoping that this helps somebody. Because as you girls know, I'm a matchmaker. And for a large part of uh, the end of last year and the beginning of this year, I stopped matchmaking. And the reason I stopped matchmaking is because uh, life, because I know it, is coming to an end. I, I can't handle female clients. I was a matchmaker that matched females. And I had a few male clients, but predominantly I was matching women. And listen, what I, it was such a valuable lesson for me because what I learned is that the average woman doesn't really want just a good man. She doesn't want a husband. 
what she's really wanting are these standards or ideas that she has of what a man is supposed to be. But this is nothing what men are. They're, this is not realistic for who men are, how they think, what they value. It's just this preconceived, you know, idea that women have of who men should be. So let's start out number one. I am a consultant. Coach, consultant. It's coming to an end. I... I want you guys to understand why you keep hearing that. How dangerous something like that. There are people who actually believe what pastors and preachers say, and that's a fanatical people. I'm going to say it again. You might want to lawyer up. Be careful what you're talking about because if something happens, trust me, you don't, anyway. Think about what you're saying the truth. Now, think about the things that I say, and you're going to hear a lot of the things that I say being said by other people, but it's all right when they do it. When a black man says it, Oh, and all of a sudden, it's the end of day to the Antichrist. You hate women, you're gay. We got to, come on, man, the hypocrisy. I am not a therapist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a clinician. I have extensive study in, in, in the human mind, sociology, psychology, anthropology, but that's for my own edification and some training behind the scenes. But I often recommend people do clinicians. So number one, if you ever hear someone saying that he should have did this instead of that, tell them I am here as a consultant. It's sensationalism. It's heaven. Is it's, he's got a platform? He can get you know people are tuning in to a show where it's it's like entertainment. Danny, where people are tuning in. Can we pause in it? order to be able to have conversations and be entertained? Yes. Is it coaching? It's not. Shut your freaking. Okay. Um, I do think that a lot of women, uh, like the biggest problem with uh, Kevin, that the biggest problem that Black women have with Kevin is his delivery. I think that he um, is not putting sweetness on what he says. He's being very blunt and very direct. Um, and I've heard people critique his um, commentary based solely on the fact that he has a blunt delivery. Um, and I um, personally think that that is a matter of your own problem. I think that that's your problem if you don't like his, if you don't have a problem with his message, but you don't like his delivery, that is your problem. And that further lends itself to the point that we are pacified, that we are not used to hearing the truth and we, you know, want what we want and we want it delivered in the way that we desire as well. Um, but I think that it's interesting that people will completely ignore what he's saying and focus solely on his delivery. Um, and yeah, I think that, it, that that's a, a, a you problem. Um, if you want to open it up though, I can hang around and like listen, but I have some things to do around the house for a little bit. Um, so it's, it's up to you. I'll leave that up to you. I'll open it up for a bit to see if we have anyone who wants to come up. I'm dropping the link in the chat right now. Okay, let me take that down. If you guys want to come up, you can. Um, yeah, I think the delivery style is something else to be said because the whole thing is if you know how you're delivering a message, you know that a message isn't um, used to being heard, you know black people hate to be told stuff, then I kind of feel like there's just things that come with the territory. I think I feel like there are things that you should just face. Um, not saying it's right, but you like these things were expected to me. Like I, I saw I kind of saw a lot of this coming. So 
Um, do you think if he changed his delivery and made it more palatable that women would be more accepting of what he has to say? Um, no, um, this is another thing. I think a lot of our people are sadomasochistic. Um, mm -hmm. I think when you beat their asses a little bit, people tend to listen to you. My when you're giving the a message, when you're giving a message all nice, soft and sweet, mm -hmm. um, people don't really care. Um, not to say that he couldn't give the same message and it could be um, nice and sweet, but I don't think he would have had the biggest fans or the uh, the support that he has um, if it was nice and sweet. I think mm -hmm. part of his shit is uh, him being a jerk, excuse me, or him being an asshole, um, quote unquote. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's part part of the thing. I think I honestly think that's part of the allure. I wouldn't yeah. tell him to change it, to be honest. I wouldn't tell him to. Okay. What's up, Jack? What's up? What's up? Hey, am I am I too loud? Because I had to make some adjustments on my on my system here. No, no you're good. Hey, do y'all know how much it's cost me to sit here and talk to y'all? No, Five we don't. Cent? Do you know how much it's costing us? That part about six cents. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what I'm going to say here is it's, it's meant to offend some folks, but hey, I'm not talking about any particular person on the panel or in the chat. But let's look at let's 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 be real. Women are time wasters. If my grandfather, who was born in 1914, if he was still alive today, he would be able to tell me about the number of time wasting women that he ran across. If my dear father, who was born in 1948, if he was still alive, he would be able to tell me the scores of time-wasting women that he's ran across. I was born in 1965, and I can tell and I can tell folks the the scores of time wasters that I ran across. And my son, being 29, if he was g'd up like I was, he would he would be able to tell a couple of tales about time wasters. How many it, women time have you wasted? Right. I don't waste anybody's time. If you want to be with me, you want to be with me. Now, if I if I need to if I need to walk, I need to walk. Mm hmm. But yeah, women sad. women are perpetual time wasters. So all this stuff about um, uh, black women are just realizing, you know, who and what they are, and they need to change their ways. Check it out. Women of my mother's era, baby boomers. They had they had their elders telling them stop wasting time and get on the ball. I'm a Gen X or a late Gen Xer, or early Gen Xer. Whatever, however, however you term it. Hell, the women of my era were, were called time wasters, and they need to get their act together. The women my son's age, they are being told now that they need to get their act together. Is it, all this? Oh my God! And uh, uh, I, this is the first time I'm hearing it. It's a state of denial and it's time wasted. Hell, when my grandchild becomes an adult, a, a senior adult, he or she will be able to tell their story of time wasters. It's just the perpetual denial. That's all it is. So women ain't women ain't going to change because they don't have to change. Um, I have to say that's not one-sided. People waste people's time because do you know the number of women that feel as though they've had their time wasted by sticking around for too long with a guy? 
But you know, men are penalized for being time wasters. The world will move past us and tell us, pity us, and leave us sitting on the street corner. The men, the men who do not at least gather something to keep it moving, they get left behind and penalized. Well, that's different. Like if you're wasting a woman's time, as in you are keeping her around because she's good company, but you don't really want to commit to her. There's no penalty for that. You're not penalized for that. Who said who told you that lie? How so? Can you tell me an example of how men are penalized if they waste a woman's time? We get older. We get older. Uh, the we don't. Y'all said we're the ones who have it, a, a, a slick, value. a slick, a slick. Is it possible I can finish, please? We, we both show on time. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, we we get older. Uh, the expectations that that is placed on us by the outside world and and by women and even children, it 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 changes. It advances. If if you're forty five and you're still acting like a twenty five year old, not too many people are going to take you serious. I mean, yeah, you may be able to get some get some leg here and there. You may be able to get your get your liquor, get your smoke, but the rest of the world has passed you by. Your children have passed you by. I disagree. I, I think that, and 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 if you're talking strictly about business and how a man handles business in relation to you know his career and work and you know things of that nature, I would agree with you. But I don't think that men are penalized if they waste a woman's time and string and or string her along, and they know they don't really want to commit. They you know once they're done with her or once she leaves or gets tired of it, they're on to the next. I don't think that men are penalized by society for that madam i am 56 years old and mm -hmm. i did i did everything possible to try to stay on time there are dudes late 40s in their 50s body their body is in the 50s their mind is way back in the 80s and time has left them by they're, they're the old jesus walk around here folks are laughing at because they 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 haven't grown up they're not adults they're the dudes that sit up in the club, fifty some years old, still trying to hang out with the beat uh, with the teeny boppers. Nah, uh, uh, we men may have a little bit more uh, leniency on certain things. We may have a little bit more latitude on certain things, but as with all people, time waits for no man and no woman. If you ain't where you're supposed to be at, folks are gone. Okay, well, let me read this super chat. Shout out to Nuruddin. He says, what the hell is the root chakra Dr. Umar is talking about? Um, it pertains to the esoteric in um, getting, you know, getting yourself in line, child. You need to get your chakras aligned. Y'all have to pay us for this, though. But, um, next, let's... Oh, I just want to do... just want to uh, uh, comment on one... Uh, post that someone made um neek speaks she said nobody penalized diddy for wasting 10 years of casey's life uh yeah for 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 now this is this is a story that a, a mentor of mine told me years ago he told me basically you're going to get to your point you get to the point in your career where it's ended and okay during your career, people are going to listen to you and take advice, but you're going to get to that part of your career when no one takes you serious because they're listening to the advice of the new guy or the new girl. 
So yeah, Diddy may not be may not be getting penalized for that, but Diddy is getting older. Less and less people are actually listening to what Diddy got to say, and they are taking advice and listening to the new breed of guys that are making their way in that influential mark in their life. So hey, everybody take care. Enjoy our weekend. I don't foresee rain here in the Atlanta area. So if y'all in this area, soak it up and enjoy yourselves. Take it easy. Thank you so much, Jack. Appreciate it. Um, next, let's get Sean up in here. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up? Nothing much. Why are you rubbing your hands together like Birdman over there? What you got going on? Oh, not much. I'm just getting caught cold. Okay. What What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, just like a, it's just pretty much like an insult. Um, yeah, it's like an insult. It just trying to think, Do you think that the insult is baseless? Well, yeah, of course it's baseless. You know, what I mean, they just hate. They just angry that he's telling the truth, and most people just like not just only women, but also men too. For um getting their stuff together, so you know it is what it is. Okay. If I was Kevin Samuels, I would just sue him and just move on. <laughs> but or just roasting him. But regardless, though, I know he's not going to do that. So. Okay. Um. Let me read the super chat. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. Hey, Andy. He says, "Did he started dating Cassie when she was 15?" This is a bad example to use. People act like they forgot Cassie was on Bad Boy in the late 90s sleeping with him. Ooh, Andrew, 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 you always coming through with some mess. Um, what does that matter if she's 15 and he's 35 years old and she's on his record label and he's taking advantage of the uh, girl and sleeping with her? Like, what's the difference with that and uh, what Robert Kelly did? girl because one is Diddy and the other one's R. Kelly but oh. you know different strokes for different folks until the money run low but go ahead because mm. the same could be said about Jay-Z and Foxy but that's neither here nor there Um, Sean does effeminization from men offend you Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, what I mean, like, again, I'm from, you know, I mean, I'm from California. Now, it's like, it's like a whole plethora of, of people doing different things, things I pretty much will easily will disagree with. But do I think that every single one of them are like, you know, what I mean, gay or whatever? Uh, not all of them, but I still see like, uh, I do see some. I do see more suspect things than than the fruit than the fruitiness. That's what I could say about that. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Sean. Let's get to Simper. Hey. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hey. Doing good. How are you doing? I'm all right. Hey, you know, I wanted. I, I mean, okay, as, as far as it, the um, the thing about uh, Mr. Kevin Samuels, yeah, I think it was. A diss, I I think that it was. Um, it was a straight diss to him and um, an insult to him. They don't like the way uh, he relays his message. Okay, and I can understand that. 
but he is who he is. He relays his message as he, as he does, and he's famous for it, you know? And women are still calling him up. Yeah, know? but 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 wait a minute. And that's that's a problem that I had. You don't think men are doing the same thing? Um, yeah, men are doing the same thing too. Men who don't like his tenants of the high value of Kevin Samuels of uh, six tenants of the high value man, they're doing the same shit because they don't like the way he talks, you know, because they take it uh they and uh how can I say in an abstract way, they take it as as um an affront to them as well. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, as it, you know, that's that's my spiel as far as as far as that concerned. I'm not gonna go any deeper to that. But I wanted to speak with the um in response to the brother who was saying that women are, are infinite time wasters. Okay, wrong answer. I've been married with my wife for 29 years. We'll be celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary on 15 November of this year. We raised two kids together, right? My son's 29, my daughter's 30 years old. She's about to get married, okay? Um, she's engaged to be married. <clears throat> and soon I'm gonna be a grandpapa and I'm looking forward to it. So as far as I'm concerned, so as far as I'm concerned, you know, hey, you know, it wasn't a perfect marital relationship, but guess what? We can work things out to the point where we are um, almost 30 years in. We ain't pulled our hair out yet. We ain't trying to strangle each other yet. You know, we don't we live in the same crib on the same roof. You know, I know what irks her. I try not to do it. She knows what irks me. She tries not to do it. And then, you know, we keep it moving. That's life. I'm done, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for not wasting our time. I really appreciate <laughs> that. Congrats to you and the wife. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. ARC. <clears throat> Mr. Curry, are you there? My my mic was muted. Uh, what's up? Good afternoon, ladies. Hey, ARC. Hey, ARC. I have to apologize ahead of time. I didn't jump up on the panel so much to comment on your main topic. Um, although I will add this quick comment. When it comes to whole people's sexual orientation, once people acknowledge whether they are of a certain sexual orientation or not, I tend to take them on their word until some concrete evidence comes forward and says otherwise. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I listened to Kevin Samuels when he was interviewed by Tasha K. And he specifically said, I'm not gay. So mm -hmm. I take him on his word. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard him specifically say I'm not bisexual, but I will assume he's not. Um, so, you know, until somebody comes up with concrete evidence against, you know, him denying that he's gay and or bisexual, then they need to shut up. Um, but I was more so jumping on to kind of follow up to some of the comments uh, Jack Spade when he was up here was saying, and to give you kudos, uh, I believe it was Concrete Rose, for your response to a lot of his comments. See, and here go me shamelessly promote my books. People on your channel hate when I always bring up my books. They'll be all right. But <laughs> in my 2009 book called Upfront and Straightforward, uh, let the manipulative game players know what you're really thinking. That book was very objective. I, I basically did a good job of criticizing both genders. Mm -hmm. 
And what I notice with guys here on YouTube in the Manosphere space, when you talk about women being misleading and manipulative time wasters, which actually I was the one who popularized the concept of the manipulative time waster on a side note. Um, guys will always compliment me like in respect to my book, uh, The Possibly Sex, No Free Attention, which you ladies interviewed me about. That's when I highlight women being disingenuous and misleading manipulators and manipulative time wasters. And of course, men love that. But in my 2009 book, I'm very straightforward. I also talk about how men waste women's time. But I'll get a lot of pushback on that. Men will always offer justifications for that, and it's bullshit. Mm. If you, you hear that, Jack? Yeah, the simple thing is this. Here's how women do it, and here's how men do it. I've talked about it ad nauseum on my channel. Women's thing is the possibility of sex, and more specifically, the possibility of casual sex. That's how women motivate a lot of guys to invest time pursuing them, invest money pursuing them, by offering, giving out the idea that if you invest this amount of time, invest this amount of money, you're going to get some pussy. Men, on the other hand, they sell the idea of the possibility of a long-term relationship or the possibility of monetary compensation and financial provision, which I have no respect for. If you lie to, if I'm, I'm literally coincidentally uploading a video today, I already recorded, but I haven't uploaded it yet, but I'm uploading a video that touches on that for the upteenth time. Guys never want to be criticized or admonished for lying to women, misleading women, and emotionally manipulating women. Oh, you know, yes. You're wasting a, a woman's fucking time, man. Own up to that shit. Own up to that shit. Just like you don't like, how can you get on podcasts and live streams and complain about women wasting your fucking time, which is a legitimate complaint. If, But if you mow one, you'll prevent that shit anyway. Mm. If you mow one, you'll prevent most women from wasting your fucking time. But yet, a lot of guys out here on live streams, they will be quick to criticize women for being manipulative and wasting their time, but yet they'll try to justify being manipulative with women. I hear this dumb shit where men will say, oh, Alan, you don't realize women want to be lied to and manipulated. Name the fucking woman who said that. Give me a first and last name. I ain't never heard no woman say, hey, man, I want you to lie to me. I want you to toy with my emotions. I want you to, to mislead me to believe in you want a relationship and then after you fuck me five times, Jen, just go ghost on me. Nick, give me the first name and last name of a woman who's ever said some stupid shit like that. They can't think of one because there, there isn't any. They ain't no why. I've never heard a woman that I know personally that's ever said to me, Alan, I want men to lie to me. The closest that it comes to it, and I mentioned this in the video I'm uploading today, is when I was on this website called AskMan.com, I did have three women say, they never said I want a man to lie to me or manipulate me. But what they did say was this, and this is when I talk about plausible deniability. I had three women say, if I'm engaged in casual sex, I would prefer that a man get me drunk. And I, when I said, why is that? They said, because if it's after I have sex with him, if he decides to slander my name and call me a slut or whore, I'm accusing him of date rape. Damn. 
They 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 flat out said this was in the two. This was before the move, Me Too movement. This was back around 2006. These women said that they said if I sleep with a guy casually, I would prefer they get me drunk because they said now if if he don't kiss and tell or try to slander my name, everything would be cool. But they said if after we have casual sex, that guy tries to slut shame me, I am going to accuse that guy of date rape and not regret it for one second. That's what these women said. And I said that on a video on my channel. I said the only time a woman will come close to wanting a guy to do something questionable or manipulative is if they want to gain plausible deniability ammunition, which is why you have the fucking Me Too movement. That's why you have the fucking Me Too movement. Whew. So anyway, that's that's what I wanted to vent off my chest on the, on the subject of time wasters is that, yeah, are there women who are disingenuous and misleading manipulators and time wasters for sure. That's why, again, why I wrote my book, The Possibility of Sex, and the book that these two ladies interviewed me about, the rewrite of it, No Free Attention. But there are men that knowingly and intentionally waste women's fucking time too, and they never want to own up to that shit. Own up to that shit. Get some fucking balls and backbone and own up to that shit. That's my piece. You ladies enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you, Thank you, Alex, and drop the mic. Yes. Well, um, that wraps up today's show. Um, I've really enjoyed this. Um, we should do some more reaction videos. I like the reactions. That was neat. Definitely more to come. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, we got one more from Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. He says, I haven't specifically heard chicks say they like being lied to, though I have heard black women say they love chasing toxic men who they have to ponder if he's cheating. Um, Andy and always heard something, baby. Let me tell you something. You girl. can always count on Andy to have heard and or experienced something. That's for sure. Absolutely, and especially with the most hoodest bitches possible, um, Andy is definitely going to know them. Um, yes. Andy, if you know some boosters, um, let me know. You know he do. You know he got um, the plug. Yeah, girl, Andy, my son growing real, real fast, and I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to afford. You know, so hit me up. Let me know, cause you know we looking for boosters. Anywho. Mm -hmm. Anywho, hey, if you know somebody got some link, uh, hit, hit me up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gracious. Wait, wait, let's look, look at this fool. Look at this fool. Look at this fool, right? What he said, the kind of men Sister George said, uh, she submit to friend with false rape allegations make what? Um, black excellence, what, what are you talking about? Like, uh. Black excellence didn't have anything um, to say mm -hmm. um, at all. Um, just came with some foolishness. Yeah, like just just had to come with some foolishness. Um, what kind of men did I say I would submit to? Uh, my husband, did, like, what are you talking about, bro? Um, right. Anywho, uh, <laughs> shout out to Andrew. He says this G is one of the most good chicks I know. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andy, I still don't know no boosters, so you got me beat. Let me know, Andy. Let me know. I, you know, I love it. makes it a little green and stuff, but that's about it. Let me know. Oh my God. Maybe we could trade. Let me know. But yeah, this was good. Very interesting. I enjoyed this. 
Um, now, I don't think our commentary was derogatory or damning. Um, no, I think it was an honest reaction video. I like, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, it was, it was honest, and yeah, we uh, were very forthright with our opinions, and I don't think that it was um, emasculating or demeaning in any way. No, not at all. So, yeah. Black excellence, that doesn't sound very excellent. Get it together, brother. <laughs> yeah. But anywho, we will see you guys back here on Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to everybody who came through. Shout out to everybody who sent us a super chat. And um, yeah, have a great weekend. And we'll see you guys on Sunday. We are out. Peace.